Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Denver. And I'm Manny here in my apartment in LA. And if you guys see Manny, if you're watching the YouTube, you can tell there's a strap around his his neck. And now he has just lifted up his, his, he's got a cast, man. Or what do you call that? Uh, Oh, a splint. uh, A splint. My boy, my dear friend, he fractured his wrist. I wish I was there to... You know, if I was there, I would have protected him. But you know, you gotta let your you gotta let your your brother's wings fly, and he flew all right onto the pavement. Anyway, yeah, I was uh, I was biking uh, biking home from a class that was three and a half hours long. I got out at eight twenty p.m. Oh damn, it was that night? I didn't know that part. Okay. And I'm biking back, and I'm like going fast because I I had, my buddy was picking me up to go out. And so I'm biking, I get to this intersection. It's like a very long intersection, like long wait, right? It's like the like stop walking hits like hits uh like the stop walking, you know, like the second send. But I'm on a bike and I'm already going really fast. So I just go like, make it, it easily. Cross the street, and that's when I decide to stand up on the bike and pedal even harder. Cause I'm like, oh, like might as well like go even faster. And uh, Speed. I think I must have hit something, like a hole in the sidewalk, because the bike totally just like lost its like control underneath and slid out from under me, and I kind of flew off to my left, and it hurt because I was going really fast. Oh, my wrist hurts a lot right now, actually. I landed yeah. on my leg. I have a few um, contusions on on my leg. That's what the doctor called them. Are those like um, bruises? Like kind of, kind of like open, not open, like like the skin. Oh, like some, some scratches. Yeah, but like they're like circular. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, um, so that happened, and I hit my shoulder. It's a little banged up too, but like the worst part was my wrist. Could not feel it. Um, it was cut, and couldn't like bend it at all so i was like okay this is fucked and i was still pretty far from my apartment but i was like okay i'm not gonna walk at that point i was like i just have to make it back so like i bike back with my fractured wrist dang did you one arm it or do you just use the fracture held onto the i used it no i used it yeah i got back put my bike in bike lock come up to my place and like right as i walk in to my roommates they had just like eaten dinner and they were just cleaning having a good time and i like walk in limping a little and they're like hey like how's your day and i'm like i ate shit (laughs) i fell off my bike though and they were like huh and then like they're like is everything okay and like i showed them my wrist and they're like oh my god it was not a good look oh god was it like fucking deformed it was bloody swollen swollen oh shit and they were like, oh, my damn. And I was the thing is, is like I was one kind of in shock that like I had, like I actually did that into like in a lot of pain. But I eventually made it to urgent care and I fractured my uh, here. 
My scaphoid. Scaphoid. We fuck the scaphoid, man. Gotta be stronger than that. Come on, dude. Scaphoid. That's tough, man. Fuck the scaphoid. Damn, so that's the story, folks. So Manny, how long are you gonna be in the splint for? And do you have to get a cast later on? I don't do know. I'm going already? to a hand surgeon today. I might need surgery. Damn. Well, let's hope not. But if you do, I hope you get a dope, dope ass cast. We'll show it off on the pod. Maybe get it very nice color themed, you know. There's a chance so, I end up needing a cast for six months. That's crazy. That's a long, that's a long time. Damn, you're not gonna be able to lift up the computer and give the room tour <laughs> for a while. Jesus. I'm really hoping like I that yeah. you think it's an easy fix, but I might be getting fucked out here. Damn. So how are you getting to class now now that you can't really bike you're just I'm gonna keep biking, I think. Oh really? Just one hand? Yeah, I think so. One hand it. All right, just be careful. Yeah, yeah. That's like the second major accident now that we have reported from USC. One from our friend Aaron, and now it's gone one of the hosts. It's a damn shame. I'm surprised I've never been hit by anything or any accident at BU because it's a very it's like in the city, you know, they can a lot of cars, a lot of scooters, a lot of bikes, but I think it's because I I don't bike or scooter. Or skateboard. You just walk. I just walk. <laughs> but I might get something now because honestly, I I'm living a little farther from campus. And when I where I was living uh on campus last year was also just far from classes, and this is even farther. So and winter is gonna be a bitch. That's for damn sure. But uh yeah, so everyone send your prayers to Manny. Let's hope uh he doesn't get a have to get a cast, especially for six months. Um, but if he does, please send your cast ideas. We'll uh, we'll love to hear them. <laughs> and he's like, no, <laughs> I don't want any cast ideas. Get Listen, the negative energy out of here. I don't mind the cast ideas. I don't. I mean, you've had them before. I mean, you kind of like it now. You got everyone signing your cast, being like, oh, get better, you know. You're like, yeah. yeah, true story. And then you're like, yeah, I fought a bear now, but just fell off my bike. Oh, I did say that in fourth grade. Um, Yoni, I, you know how I told you I'm taking that Jewish history course? Yeah, how's it been? Any it, exciting stuff? Yeah, so the lecture so far has been relatively tame. Like, she spent the last le- like hour and 20 minute lecture just basically like, proving that moses didn't write the torah <laughs> well i thought that that is like what the bible i mean what is the bible he's no but she's talking about like historically yeah like, oh, okay parts of it she's basically said that they're like at four main sources of the torah but anyways um like it was fine N- nothing crazy but then i went to my discussion in this discussion like we basically talked about just like important events and like the universe and when they happened and one interesting thing we talked about was basically my ta who's this like 30 year old dude he's like big hairy his name's david so you'd think he'd be a jew but he's not a jew damn harry and named david and not a jew i know very weird i'm but thinking of your cool dad guy. <laughs> cool, cool guy though but 
he basically said, he asked us like, what's the most important event in human history? And there is an answer. Oh, there is a right answer. Yeah. For him. Did you answer? Did you try to answer the question? I, I got it right. I just kind of want to see you guess. So you got, so in class, you raised your hand and you answered it and you got it right first try. Yeah, but it, it's because I read a book that basically. Uh, was it the Sapiens book? Yes. Fucking. When uh, the Homo sapiens killed the other human species off. No. That's a good guess, though. What it actually was, was the agricultural revolution, which is that is a big one. It happened between 15 and 10,000 years ago in like multiple places all around the world, including Mesopotamia, so like modern day Syria, Iraq, Egypt. Um, yeah, no, I remember China. AP World History was a very big thing because if if not for that, you know, we could only, as nomads, you can only sustain so many people in your nomadic group. Right, exactly. So you can't like have big civilizations like we do today without agriculture. And that's and that's kind of like the whole point was that agriculture made no. This is just a side note, but kind of interesting. Um, Historians don't know why human beings started farming. Because actually their diet became worse. Um, it was way more difficult than hunter gathering, hunting and gathering. And like, yeah, those two reasons. But their their working theory is it was for alcohol, like beer and wine. Because basically ah. they like wanted to grow beer. You need barley. And like they needed food to survive if they were gonna do that. <laughs> Damn. We'll thank the alcoholics for all of the food we have today and all of our civilizations. Who would have thought? And they wanted to ban it back in the 30s. Those <laughs> those schmucks. Well, anyways, back in the 15,000 years ago. You're right. Like slowly this process developed and people were able, they had like surpluses of food. So people were able to specialize in other things. And it like started to create civilizations. And then the professor asked, what about human beings allowed them to like have the agricultural revolution? Because other animals have language, they use tools, like, but why were we the ones who had the agricultural revolution? And the answer is storytelling, right? Because like you can like tell a group of people, like, hey, we're gonna do this together. Like farming takes an incredible amount of teamwork like coordination and using storytelling you know shared myths we're able to do that and that's how we ended up tying it into the jews is so right around this time period well another interesting thing is jewish history and therefore christianity and islam all say the world began right around the same time the agricultural revolution began interesting i guess Um, that's one but something he said that's so interesting is, like I said, two places where it was happening was Mesopotamia and Egypt. So like two huge civilizations, two of the first civilizations were forming there. And what's right in between those? Israel. Israel, land of Canaan. Exactly. And so he basically argued like, he, I don't think he, he didn't get to this, but I think the point he was ultimately trying to make and that he will eventually make is that 
storytelling is like the key to human success. Oh yeah. And religion was the most effective storytelling for so long. And it was Judaism that was right between these two huge civilizations. And both the civilizations ultimately were extremely impacted by Judaism. Even if they never practiced it, Christianity and Islam both came from it. So very interesting stuff. That is crazy how influential it is when you think about it like that from that historical standpoint. I mean, people typically know that, you know, Judaism is the father of Christianity and uh, Muslim and Islam, you know, came before as the first monotheistic. But if you think about it like that in between those two agricultural civilizations that's that's it's pretty cool it's why we're so influential maybe even today that is and it's cool that that the that history class because you you weren't sure if it goes back to the biblical days but like it kind of does or it goes back it does um uh, it's very cool and you know you know how uh so something like in the israel-palestine conflict one of like Israel's arguments for its claim to the land is that they were there 3,000 years ago. Um, have you ever wondered, like, how they know that? Well, they, I mean, archaeological archeolo- no, digs. I mean, we have yeah, so, you know, the West, we have stuff like the Western Wall from the Second Temple. Right. But more specifically, the, uh, the specific, like, reference, because in theory, only like, that could be anyone's, right? But the reason they know it was ours is there's an Egyptian, um, I'm trying to find his name, whatever, I'm not going to find it right now, this Egyptian, like, column that, like, has a bunch of scriptures on it, and on it, it basically says, like, Israel, like, the people of Israel have fallen, because, like, they had defeated Israel in some kind of fight. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Yeah, I think so. That's good to know. And I'm sure the Romans had records of it too. Yeah. Yeah. That because... was the record of it. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that, I guess, dates us back even further. But then up till, yeah, that's crazy. And obviously the Roman, like the Jewish revolts against the, the Romans. Masada. Very cool story. If you guys look it up, if you guys haven't heard about it. Uh, going on to some interesting current events uh, that have unfolded over the past week, which this is this is really shocking. I thought this was like outlawed, but I guess not. A Missouri school district returns to spanking students as a form of punishment. Um, essentially, a Missouri school district announced they will reinstate corporal punishment in their classrooms, allowing students to be punished with a paddle. And apparently, though, they just have to get uh, each of the students' parents' consent and they can they can spank them all day long so are you telling me these parents are telling telling them spank my baby yeah so because it said that uh they heard complaints from some parents that they don't want their students suspended and that they want another option of punishment if their child does something poorly does something bad and so this is the other option they came up with imagine you're like a parent you're like stop suspending my kid there must be another way to like you know get him in line you know less harsh oh yeah we'll we'll spank him with the paddle i don't that'll do it and they said it's going to be used as a last resort but i don't know who knows if other disciplinary methods do not work according to the school district um that that feels like a lot i 
I wasn't sure. Like, I don't know. I just thought, like, Title IX doesn't cover I don't know. Like, I guess maybe now that I think about it, maybe there aren't laws in place that stop, stop that. Although, isn't that, like, assault? It's got to, like, fall under some category. It's definitely not. It's got to be a quid pro quo situation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think it's not assault if, like, I guess you're I mean, 18. If, you really don't have much rights when you're under 18. Huh? I mean, it does feel like abuse, though. It, right? That, it's like a de- domestic a, abuse. I guess that's the question. Is like, is that a federal law? Yeah, man, I guess not. I'm sure many, plenty of states, I'm sure mostly progressive states are like have laws in place where that's not the case. But maybe I guess according, like, at least in Missouri, it's up to the school districts to dictate that. Which is um, definitely interesting with a paddle too. That's uh, that's paddle's a brutal, man. Paddle's tough. Um, I hate to see it. Imagine, bro, just like teacher in the classroom, like they got like the paddle hanging on the wall, in each of the classrooms, like some kids acting up, acting up. She just points to the paddle, like, "Don't fucking, don't fucking try me, bitch." I will spank you. Like. <laughs> I mean, look, I think, like, it says to be used as a last resort. I'm not sure if it's, like, the deans get the paddle. Like, who's who's equipped with the paddles, you know? Like, does each teacher get one? Like, they got it, like, a fucking, in a holster, like a gun. And, like, if I was a teacher, like, I'm sure, like, especially, like, if it's a middle school, like, kids are obviously rambunctious. Like, and I, like, I'm sure many middle school teachers are patient, you know, that comes with the job, but I bet there's just some days where they just got to let it out. And I, I'm worried that having a paddle on them and them having permission to just go at students, just like, they're going to relieve some stress, some stress relief with that. You're saying the teachers can go too hard in the paint. I think they're going to use it more often than they probably should because they're just like, ah, I think they like, shouldn't use I it had at all. <laughs> Like, I had a tough, uh, tough, like, last night with my family. Like, got in an argument with my husband. Got to let loose. <laughs> oh, my God. They, Imagine, bro. I think, then you have to, like, make sure your teachers aren't, like, fucking psychopaths. I guess. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Because it gives, like, a lot of power to them. That was, like, that whole argument after, like, Parkland about, like, should we give teachers guns? <laughs> yeah, that's a terrible. It's, like, the same but, like, less extreme case. Just the paddle. So that's interesting. Um, another thing I saw in the news. So Kanye, he's uh, he has this collaboration with Gap, as you've probably seen. His clothes are obviously expensive because it's Kanye. and But they're like pretty like basic, like, you know, basic colors and stuff. But essentially what he did, there's pictures of his clothings um, at Gap stores in trash bags because he was inspired by the homeless to put his clothes in the trash bag. Wait, Maybe. what? So, so like, apparently he was inspired by, like, the homeless, and he, like, wanted to, like, have a humble representation of his clothing line. So, like, his $300 hoodies, right? These hoodies that he made, $300, were put in trash bags, like, instead and of, like, hooked like, up, shot. instead of put in hangers at the Gap store. And I just find that so ironic. That is, like, the definition of irony. That like his three hundred dollar hoodies, he gets inspired by the homeless to put them in trash bags and just put them on the floor. And it's a little weird. Are just on trash bag in trash bags on the floor at Gap stores. 
I'm kind of anti that. Anti $300 hoodie or anti putting them in trash bags or both or like the, the. Definitely anti putting them in trash bags. I guess, but I guess like, yeah, I don't. I'm just trying to think. I mean, they are hoodies, so you don't need to hook. You don't need to hang them up. But at the same time, like it just shows you they're not really worth three hundred dollars if you can just throw them all in a trash bag. But like it just, it is a very Kanye thing to do. After I, when I heard that news, I'm like, yep. Listen, that, Kanye is the goat. Are you disrespecting Kanye right now? Because we we can get into it. Yeah. No, nah, man, I yeah, have a Kanye flag it. back in Boston that I'm gonna hang up in my room. It's gonna be right. It's going to be right there. I don't know. Actually, no. At my dorm, it wasn't in the background, but I'm going to make sure it's in the background. I got to go eat some KBBQ tonight. Oh, so some Korean? Yeah, some KBBQ. I'm going to have someone else cook for me, obviously. Is it like those restaurants where they uh, you cook it yourself with a little... I mean, I will not be doing that, but yeah, that's the idea. (laughs) Guys, I broke my dominant hand. Oh, it's your left? I didn't even ask. Yeah, I guess if I'm... In your position, it's your left. That's tough, man. So, like, what are you doing for typing and writing? I mean, you probably don't. I don't know. I actually kind of need to type like all the time. So, I'm going to the guy today. I'm going to see how much typing. Like, I don't know. It's like there's a chance this doctor's like, you need hand surgery. (laughs) And you're going to be like, bitch, I need to type an essay. (laughs) Imagine having to do it with one hand, just like. I'm sure there's like voice applications I can get. Oh, that'd be sick. That's actually just like a an easy it way to Yeah, just speak it out. Have your own little typewriter. Um. So yeah, that was interesting. Um. Now that'd be cool if you just got like really good at your right hand, you know, and then you'd be like ambidextrous by the end of your. Yeah, I might might just do that honestly. It might just happen, and then uh. I, I just practice writing with my right. I'd love to see some some right-handed Manny head writing. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, mine's really. I'm also. I'm very strongly left-handed. This is. A, we should just call this the Lefty Podcast. That's such a better name, dude. <laughs> but you should not ban ass for. I'm not shitting on very nice. I'm just saying, like the Lefty Podcast. Would fuck. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of like it rings off the tongue. The Lefty Podcast, sponsored by Left Handed Association for Public Broadcasting. For Public Broadcasting. This um, is LPR. Anyways, last night I got my eyebrows and nostrils waxed by our, friend, by our friend Mia. If you guys can see, I am looking pretty trimmed up. How the nostrils the, feel? I I kept the petito brows. Um, so that yeah, that was definitely the worst part of it. Like when she applied the wax here, you know, around the edges, it ripped it off. That was like that was pretty fine. But my nostrils, guys, are so hairy. Like <laughs> it's bad. Like I have a tweezer at home, just to pluck the nostrils that stick out of my nose naturally. Like that's how long they are they'd be sticking out of my nose sometimes and i have to periodically pluck them out of my nose so mia's like you have like trimmers 
no yeah i know there's like those things that you stick up there and it's like a electrical and you just go yeah so don't have that uh maybe i will get one that's a good birthday that is a good birthday gift i should ask my parents to get that too bad my birthday is like in nine months um yeah it's about to say i know it's maybe ella ella my little sister's birthday is in two days i think the podcast will come out the day after her birthday oh no her birthday's tomorrow what am i talking about it's tomorrow it's the 27th um so maybe i'll get her one <laughs> probably it runs in the family but anyways yeah so basically you take a q-tip stick dip it in this melted wax and stick it up the nose i actually have a photo that i will throw up on the screen for you um with both my nostrils plugged like i'm like the ogre and you just rip it out and it felt like it was just a massive club like it felt like it wasn't it didn't feel like it ripped a bunch of hairs out it felt like it ripped one big mass out of like something it it hurt? yeah it, it hurt it hurt like a bitch but now like my my lower nostril areas are pretty clean but i was worried because like you know it's actually good to have nostril hairs because they um stop like germs from getting all like through your nose and then dude you're about to get sick as fuck so that's what i was saying to me i'm like yo not cool but she only did like the bottom part didn't like stick it all the way up my fucking nose that would have hurt like a bitch to pull out um so Uh, i still still have the upper nostril areas but yes people do not try to eliminate all of your nostril hairs you need why didn't you just wax your butthole instead like a normal person (laughs) Is that something you do regularly, Manny? I don't. I it's wonder like you're if you're getting a manicure. Do you think it'd be painful slash awkward if you like hired someone to do it? I think it'd be awkward. I mean, that is definitely it's called a Brazilian job or something, or I think just Brazilian wax. I think it's a Brazilian, yeah, it's Brazilian. Brazilian wax. Yeah. Um, so the fact that there's a name for it, I mean, people people do be doing it, but I think it's mainly women. I'd love it to be done to my asshole though, because I'm sick of the dingleberries. Oh, dude. And my shit. Like, God I damn think it. That... We talked about buttholes again. Okay, but can we just talk about this? This is like a universal problem for men. And I am sick of it. I think waxing our buttholes should be normalized. What are your thoughts? Agree. Only, like, we're talking about it. We're like, oh, this is kind of weird. But like, you know what? It should just be done. It should be normal. But the thing is, it's just like... I don't like don't want anyone else up and I just like you don't want anyone else to look up the idea of not having hair there would be great but like the idea of dealing with it sounds awful I think like a trim would be good you know you know just how many men and women do that with you know pubes and and our our faces and such or beards I think a trim would do the job without having to completely shave or wax but yeah, no, it's it's not great. But like my ass cheeks, barren. Like no, no hair. Oh, your cheeks. Yeah, gotcha. my, yeah, my boobs are very smooth. I don't even know what to say. We love hair and we love butts. That's all there is to say. Okay, I have this hypothetical I came up with um, last night, I think. And it's because I saw this on like TikTok and there was like a $20 bill in a public toilet. And the guy was like, should I get this? So the hypothetical is if you see a $20 bill in a toilet bowl and a public bathroom, are you, are you taking it out? Is there shit in there or let's say no shit. Cause I don't think you're taking it out and washing my hands. 
what I would do, I think a play is to like make some like picker up or contraption, like scoop it yeah. out without putting your hand in it. Yeah, exactly. But then you still have to watch the bill because it's it's yeah, that's true. I, so you, I would take it though. Let's say you gotta go. I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go for a five though. A five would be like five. Yeah, what is the line? Because 20, I'm like, okay, that's a decent amount of money. Cause like a toilet bowl is pretty gross. I'm like, okay, let me make it 20. 10 it has to be a really clean toilet. If you said if you said no to 20, I would have said you know 50 would you do it for 50 it's like um you know it's like where you can just like keep moving the needle okay but manny 19 dollars. okay let's say there's like john what up, dude? live uh, in the flesh yeah mid podcast you're not in the podcast room no nah, dude i couldn't bring my computer out there because he's wrist. disabled john's like i'm now i have to deal with this fucking disabled john's taking care of me in the next few weeks <laughs> he's like god damn it <laughs> um wait what was i saying oh yeah no okay but manny 19 dollars. let's say there's a 10 5 and 4 ones yeah no because it's too many bills like it has to be a one bill situation well if they're like clumped together just doesn't matter doesn't matter let's say like, hypothetically there was a 19 bill. let's say hypothetically there was a 19 dollar bill would you but get that doesn't paid? exist yoni but it doesn't no. exist no but i'm your hypothetical has constraints dude you should have should have been more creative so you're not doing so you're doing it for a 10 if there's a clean toilet if it's a clean toilet yeah otherwise it has to be a 20 okay but let's say there's piss in the toilet not poop but piss i need a 50 yeah if you wouldn't do it you wouldn't take out a 20 and a, and a not take out a 20 with pee a toilet bowl full of piss okay now for pooping for, for feces how much money are are you taking out how much money do you need there to be in there for you to take. I don't think I'm out. taking money out of that toilet, dude. Yeah, I, I think I'd do a hundred dollar bill. I think, dude. Then you have to. Yeah, like... hundred dollars. I could buy like ten Chipotle burritos. You think of everything in terms of Chipotle. <laughs> be well, honest. Jefe's now actually, which is another uh, Mexican taquero place uh, that is right next to uh, Bio, and it's cheaper. And guac. Uh, everything that's extra at Chipotle is free at El Jefe's. Hmm. So go to El Jefe's today, sponsored by Vanish. <laughs> the sponsor of today's episode. Anyways, um, no, yeah, I think of, I think a lot about in terms of how many burritos I can. I like bowls. That. I'm more of a bowl guy now. Cutting out the carbs. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, but, I have um, a hypothetical for you, Yanni. Yes. It's actually a philosophy question. Would you? One group has to die. Ten inmates or one surgeon? Who are you saving? Ten inmates. I believe in second chances. I also said ten inmates. The person who asked me with it then rebuttaled and said, what if the surgeon saves 50 people a year? Fuck. I was going to say, well, I was thinking like, you know, obviously the surgeon at this point in time is a more valuable member of society, but I didn't even think about the whole, like saving the lives, but I, I mean, a surgeon will replace that surgeon. No. Yeah. I, I still pick the 10 mates. Cause I'm like, what the amount of the life world's... it's 10 people. You know, that's a, so many people. Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. I'm not. Yeah. What if it was like 10 people on their deathbed and keeping them saving them gives them like a few more years like i'd say i think then i'd pick the surgeon <laughs> interesting 
Interesting how little you value the seniors of our communities, Manny. Well, you said on their deathbeds, not old people. There's a difference. If you said like, sure, I guess you could be young and on your deathbed. That's it. If it was ten elderly, just like not on their deathbed, just like people above sixty, I'd still save the ten. Yeah, that's a lot. Ten to one ratio. It's too high. It's too high. Damn, Yoni. So no hundred dollar in the in the poop toilet. No, dude. Why? I don't know why you're still locked in on that. Two hundred. Two bills. It doesn't work with hypothetical. Why? No, you can take out more than one bill from the toilet. No, there could be a fucking I, I a clump of bills. bills. There could be. I'm not doing it. No. Okay. No. 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 Let's say this. You know how like there's like stacks of money and they're like banded in those things. That's a that is a real thing in the in the in the briefcases in the mom movies. No, Let's say there's a fucking in between it. How about there's a card in, in there? the shit in the shit a thousand dollars? Why can't there just be a Visa card with a thousand dollars on it? Okay, Visa card with a thousand dollars in the. I'm taking toilet. it. I'm taking okay, okay. No, my 500 dollar Visa card. Yeah, I'm taking it. Three hundred dollar Visa card. Yeah. Three hundred dollar music. I did. I do that for sure. No. So you said you do it for a hundred. I bet you would do it for a pat on the back. Jesus. A pat on the back. <laughs> what would that do for me? I mean, I guess it would give you an my... excuse to stick your hand in poop because it seems like you really want it. Okay. Well, now we're getting too far. Okay. You're like, that's not fun. Yoni, how's Denver been? Denver has been good. I've been so if you probably noticed because I have my lamp on here to get good lighting on my my beautiful face. I, I was sweating at the beginning of the podcast because I've been running every morning two or three miles. Afterwards, I work out. So I'm gonna work out after this. Um, you know, just staying healthy, going on hikes, going outside, watching movies. I saw nope finally. Um what you think? Was, it was fucking weird. It was really fucking random. Chimp, not as, dude. Not as good as Get Out. Um, the chimp. Yeah, dude. So, what I'm was the like, meaning of the chimp, Yoni? Yeah, that's a great question. It was funny because I remember you mentioned how like you weren't sure what the chimp was, but while I was watching the movie and I was, I saw it with our friend Mia, I was like, the chimp makes no sense, and she's like, I think they'll explain it later on. I'm like, oh yeah, you're probably right. And then the movie ended, and I'm like, oh yeah, wait, Manny told me he didn't understand what the chimp meant. Or that he like wasn't sure, and um, and then I I thought about it. I think the chimp is the meta is, I don't know if it's a metaphor, which is a metaphor for what, but the alien eating thing is the chimp. Right. I mean, I think I think the idea, like the basic, that's all I got. Is like don't mess with nature. Like like yes, that's what my older sister and, was saying. And there's a difference between like trying to control something versus like working with something. You know what I mean? Because, like, think about him when he was a little kid, like, with the chimp, like, he didn't try to control the chimp, and so the chimp didn't kill him. And then you think about the movie, like, he didn't try to control whatever the thing was. He did, because he got eaten by the thing. Well, no, but, like, the other guy didn't try to control it. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, at first they were... They, I mean, and obviously the guy with the, the, the whole rodeo show, whatever, was trying to make a show out of it, just like with the chimp and it that time it got him um but you're right i also thought it was interesting that the tablecloth is in between the chimp and the little boy and the and the chimp didn't take the boy and then the eating thing was like if you didn't look at it you were fine 
So I think that was also a correlation I noticed. Yeah, pretty like wild, like a lot of metaphors going on. In Very inter- interestingly enough, I listened to a podcast where Jordan Peele was the guest. And by with the time of the podcast, it was in May before the movie came out. And he was he talked a lot about his upcoming movie. Nope. And he was like, yeah, it's it's just he's like, he just kept, it's a spectacle. He kept saying that. And they said that a good amount of times in the movie as well. And he also said that the word noped was used a couple of times. And I noticed that too in the movie, in the movie. So it was interesting listening to that. I, I thought it was a good movie for sure. Definitely just a little. I, there were some really, some really good moments in it. I liked, um, I don't know. I liked like the bad miracle moment. Like, is there a word for that? And there she was like, oh, I guess. Curse. Not. Yeah. That's what my little sister said. Um. And I was like, yeah, but like you can be cursed and have it not be a miracle. Like if I'm cursed, then I'm just like, I have bad luck and like, you know, car hits me. But like, that's not a miracle that happens. Hmm. So I'm like, interesting. And then I came out of the movie theater and I noticed like at the movie theater, there was a sign and they like made a drink out of the movie called the bad miracle. Oh, I was thinking when I came out of the movie, um, I saw a sign with like four of like the like air things like flopping around i was like oh my god i now understand that what air things oh from the alien thing like the yeah yeah nice yeah i didn't get what like the thing was at all ever i don't think we're supposed to know the part where they got sucked up though yeah when they're like (laughs) i love how the fucking blow up balloon thing is like what ended that shit man fucking pop the fucking pretty wild movie though it was uh definitely a spectacle as jordan peele said it would be i i mean i still have not seen us i know that's definitely i've heard it's more of a horror yeah it is sci-fi but i am uh this could be definitely interested to watch that what do you say you've seen all three now would you which one would you say is the best of his films i actually never finished us so i need to but my favorite is still do get out just an unbelievably good movie yeah i was gonna say like the reason he's able to do these other two movies is because of get out what he yeah did. like that's actually an interesting question do you think if he made like nope first would he have been able to then make get out actually probably because get out's budget was dirt cheap but was it yeah, that was like the whole thing was like he was a brand new producer and no one like wanted to give him a fat budget. So true. I bet he had a foul. I mean, there was definitely a lot of CGI needed for the. Uh, the yeah, dinner. he definitely they, they let him do whatever he wants now. That was really cool. Yeah, it was. Um, it's just he's so talented, like that. He was a big comedian guy that a sketch show for years. Funny as fuck. And then he can come up with these. And, you know, do you know what I heard on the interview? Because they asked him, like, how did you come up with Get Out? Like, it's just like a, such a fascinating storyline. Like, how do you just, like, come up with that? And he was saying it all just started with this idea that he had that, like, black people are uncomfortable when they're surrounded by white people. And then he just took that to the extreme. Like, he just went off that, that feeling. That's, That's Like, cool, he just man. went off that feeling. So like that, I know that like it had a societal theme behind it, right? Nope, I don't know. I don't, I guess it's that don't mess with, don't fuck with nature, but um, not as uh, I don't know, obvious, which is good though. Yeah. Makes you interested in the story. Well, guys, I think uh, with that, you know, let's all pray for me. 
Hope I, hope I do okay. <laughs> everyone bow down, bow down, everyone. Thank you. Okay, yeah. No, but but seriously, I'll say it because it, it sounds a little narcissistic if you say it. But everyone pray for Manny. Let's hope uh he is out of that splinter. No cast. Fucking riding that bicycle all the way to school every day from now on, even though he's still doing it with one hand. Um <laughs> Make sure this is a new thing. Make sure to download the Picked Cherries app. It's a new app. It's a podcast sharing app that we are now on where you can pick any 60 second clip from any of our episodes and you can um, share it with your friends. Um, really cool idea. Um, so if you like any of the clips from this episode, you're like, damn, this is funny as fuck, or this is relatable, or like, wow, you know, my friend also just broke his arm doing the exact same thing. Send that clip over, download the Pick Cherries app. I'll appreciate it. We'll help spread the word about the podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok to see the funniest video clips from each of our episodes. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review, five stars. Fucking do it. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Um, subscribe to us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash very nice podcast. You get a free mug with your subscription and a bonus episode every month, which we just filmed. And it was it was a funny one. It was a good one. Some some dark hidden secrets of Manny childhood, Manny's childhood was revealed. So look out for that if you want to subscribe. And uh yeah, we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. And we'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye-bye.